You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It's me, and it's Chris Meany, and it's you, and it's a special day because uh, Chris Meany is still doing the show on location as he continues to uh, be the bridesmaid, never the bride, have way too many friends, and continues to do weddings, but he's here anyway. Uh, even though he is traveling all over Canada, the greater uh, the greater Canadian uh, provinces. I'm not sure even where you are right now. Where are you? <laughs> nice. Are you in Nova Scotia? Where are you? I am in Nova Scotia. I am right. just about as far east as you can go. Uh, I do have some family in Newfoundland, so those listening, well, I'm, and I'm sure I'm they sure are, China would be like, hey. I'm as far east as I can go. I'm pretty well, sure yes. China. Yes, okay. but in Canada. Um, yeah, we're on the <laughs> South Shore. We have a wedding. Well, I ha- I'm saying we. I don't. My friend is getting married uh, tomorrow morning uh, in the South Shore, White Point. If anybody's ever been, beautiful area. But yeah, we get the time difference has it screwed me up a little bit. And you know, I'm an extra hour ahead of you. Ball games start late out here. I'm an Angels fan. They start like 11:15 at night. That's pretty late. That getting is old. pretty late. Now, speaking <laughs> of uh, getting old, <clears throat> with all these weddings you're attending with the longtime girlfriend. Yeah. Does any of the pressure kind of set in here for you a little bit or what? <laughs> you know, not really. I'm, I'm past that point now. It is a long time girlfriend. It's double digit years. So um, it is what it is. It's. So you're a Commonwealth. Is there a Commonwealth law in Canada? I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, we're a Commonwealth. <laughs> no. Sh- shut up. No, we are. We're, yeah, there is, a, there is a Commonwealth law. And we passed that a long time ago. Well, that's amazing. Well, congratulations. I'll send a present. <laughs> Do they have Bed Bath and Beyond up there? Because if so, I'll send you yeah. something from the Beyond. And that's, that's they, what I'll send they, you. We do have Bed Bath and Beyond. Yes, <laughs> we do have. That. You can tell it's early. <laughs> you can tell the coffee is not kicked in. And this is officially, you know, just so everybody knows, we have tomorrow. We have the football show coming out. So tomorrow will be the AFC and NFC South on the pre-snap. So go get ready. Go go subscribe there. Um, <clears throat> also, go out and get the Line Star app if you haven't already and make sure you're downloading that for the premium package. If you have Line Star app and you're working it, you're going to want to upgrade to the premium package as well for football season. Then Friday, uh, because of the travel schedule, Greg will be here. And then we're done for baseball because of the Labor Day weekend. And we're going to be back on Monday uh, with more football with the West. And then we start Thursday. We start DFS football on the pre-snap officially. So Big transition here. So this is our last one. This is our last hurrah. So we're going to have a little fun today. Let's go a uh, quick rewind over yesterday. It was a pretty good day. If you listen to yesterday's show, we were strong. It was a strong, strong outing. First of all, we were a little shaky on the Baron Corbin in certain spots, and uh, he did get a loss there. So if you avoided the very expensive version of Patrick Corbin over on DK, then you did well. Uh, Soroka only had 1K. We faded away from him. That was good news for us. You Darvish bounced back in a big way. And Javier Baez, who we highlighted yesterday, is being cheap and on a good little run there, was awesome. He had a big game there against the Mets. And the Mets continue to lose, by the way, making my <clears throat> birthday plans looking better and better. Luis Castillo got a W, 13th of the year. Eugenio Suarez hit his 37th dinger in that game. Another good one for him. Uh, Justin Verlander was chalk, got the W against Morton. Uh, I didn't expect 15 runs from the Astros. I, I'll tell no, you that much. I, they cruised. That was, 
the over was something we uh we yeah we, we were back and forth about that and <laughs> we did not get the under in that game we'll say that no charlie morton unfortunately that did not work out so we took a little shot there but redemption chris meany redemption in the form of michael pineda Oh, I was hooked on a feeling yesterday about Michael Pineda. No time you've come around. It's only the last show of the year. That's all right. Better late than never, dear. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. And uh, I did it. Ten wins there for Pineda. Three-one. Look, I mean, they both were good. Yeah, they were. But Pineda was just a a little bit better. And that was amazing. Mike Fires got his 13th win there. So another good outing for him. straight. 11 straight unbelievable fires yeah and i'm so mad because i drafted him everywhere in season long and he got off that awful start and i dropped him because i was like i can't do this i gotta go find other guys and i'm so mad that i did yeah i mean he's sitting there with a 3.40 era and and oakland continues to roll they didn't score as many runs as what we had hoped but they they rolled you know yesterday was a good pitching day and sometimes it's really tough i find at least for me to nail down three or four pitchers and you know i feel like everyone we threw out besides a couple that you talked about but haney 10k six score Tanaka, seven scoreless, 7K. Bueller, six scoreless, 11K. He was pretty chalky. We knew Bueller was going to be fine. And then Mike Leak, seven scoreless and 7K for him. So it was a pretty good pitching day. And a couple guys we threw out there, like Kipnis, Reyes, cheap little punt plays, both went yard. It was overall a pretty good day. Aaron Judge with the home run call, all rise for mm-hmm. Judge. I think he's the third fastest to get to 100 home runs in MLB history. And this is somebody that you pointed out last week, roughly this time last week. Listen, judge is super, super cheap. He should not be this price. Talkman should not be over a thousand dollars more than Aaron judge. And judge is now looking like the guy that we all thought he would look like he's on a run. I think he's got five homers in his last seven games. So he's on a run right now. And uh, Rick Porcello uh, did exactly what we thought he would in, uh, <laughs> against the Rockies there. Everybody is 16 runs between those two. So Xander Bogart's got the dinger there. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, Heaney, very good last night. Tanaka got the W in that game with the Yankees. And Walker Bueller was, well, yeah. Walker Bueller. Yeah, yeah, shut was. out uh, Walker Bueller. You were all over that one. So I would say that's an A-minus day for us. We didn't get the home run. <clears throat> that would have put us on the A. The one thing we got wrong that we were really into was the under on that Astros game. That didn't work out at all. Outside right. of that, A-minus for us yesterday. So we got to leave on a high note today, Chris. That's the only thing we could do. And it's a new day. Yes, it is. So let's get after it. We got a couple games here on uh, Wednesday in the afternoon. We got Paxton and Justice Sheffield against Jack Flaherty and Jordan Lyles. Uh, and then at the 605, Mitch Keller and Vince Velasquez. If you're going to get involved with the early, keep it simple. Just go with Flaherty. I know it's in Milwaukee, but I don't care. Do you care, Chris? No, I don't care. This guy's got a 0.73 ERA in the Man, second half. He's allowed what? five earned runs in his last nine starts. Five. Nine starts. And yeah, like seven you. of those nine starts have been four or fewer hits. Like he just isn't even allowing any contact. So yeah, he looks good. I mean, you continue to roll him out, I'd say. And I like Paxson, um, you know, not because it's, it's a narrative revenge type deal. And I know Paxson hasn't been great, but we saw yesterday why I like Tanaka and Seattle is just their lineup is really it's not bad. good right now. So, <laughs> I mean, Tan- Flaherty's the guy at nine two. you roll him out. If you need to do two, you want to mix it up a little bit. You can go Paxson. But uh, those are the two guys I wouldn't get too cute today. If you're playing early, early sleep. It's hard for me not to get too cute because I'm so damn handsome. But <laughs> all right, let's, uh, let's go to uh, Max Scherzer, who is making his second start. The first one was limited. So now he is, I guess, theoretically going to be, you know, let loose 11 K on DK. On the FanDuel side of things, a little bit more uh, cost efficient there. Uh, I'm sorry, no, sorry, more expensive. My apologies. 11-4 here for Max Scherzer. So you're paying through the nose for Scherzer. Good matchup at home against the Orioles. 
I get it. I'm fine with it tonight. Do you have any worries because of any other limitations or because of the injuries no, he, that he's had here that have set him back? Or are you just like, okay, it's just full guns right now? Yeah, he should be fine. Although there is a scenario where, you know, Washington didn't, you know, do anything yesterday. But if they do score their few runs in the first few innings, like, for example, if it's in the sixth inning and they're up 6 7 nothing on Baltimore, there is a chance that Scherzer does come out of that ball game. But um, I'm fine. Well, Asher on the other side has been decent. That maybe he maybe he could at least keep some sort of pace sure. where they, they have to keep Scherzer in. So I I think that's a that's a sound bet to go with Scherzer today. Yeah. And I think there will be some owner the ownership will be lighter than usual. I can I, I can say agree. that. Yeah. All right. So agree. lighter than usual on that in terms of offense here, kind of the same thing that we've been talking about. I mean, it's it's Adam Eaton at three seven over on FanDuel, who's been very good and still like Soto in the middle of four one at the bottom of the lineup. Look, yesterday Victor Robles paid off. He's going to pay off again. He's 3-3. I mean, what, what's happening here? Victor Robles gets no credit whatsoever. I like. I know. Victor People Robles. in the fantasy community don't like him either. I don't understand. Like, he's an all-around. Like, fantasy aside, I think he leads perhaps the National League in, in putouts. He's got a heck of an arm from the outfield. He's stealing bags. And yeah, it's a, he's it's productive. A good lineup. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. not Juan Soto, but he's productive, for God's sakes. You know? Yeah. Stop comparing him to the other guys on the team. Like, it just, you right. know, he's his own little entity, and he's a very good one. A Mike high Fol- fly ball rate for Worcester sauce there, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, 61% fly ball rate uh, for, for righties and 55 for lefties. So we could see some bombs today. Yeah. All right. Jacob Waggis back at home against Mike fulton Now, fulton screwed the pooch for me last week, man. Let me tell you, I was not happy. I was, I was all over him against DeGrom. I wanted to pound on him and uh, he was brilliant. So now I'm at a loss because now I'm looking at it and I'm thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, maybe it's time to go down this well again. 7.4 on DK, 7.7 on FanDuel, 7.4 on DraftKings is very appealing to me yeah. price-wise. Yeah, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I think, I think you got to go. I think you yeah, got to do I it. Yeah, I think you do. I think you take your chance. You look at the overall numbers. You, we understand they're not great, right? Um, you know, 20 home runs allowed so far this season, two in his last two starts. But I watched that start against the Mets, too. And the one before that against the Dodgers, he only went four and two thirds, but he only had two earned runs, struck out five. It's been the command, but, you know, the Jays don't have a lot of guys who are willing to take those walks. So I, I think Atlanta will bounce back yesterday. They didn't get that W. Uh, but I, I'd like them today to bounce back so we could maybe even get a win from Fulton Evich. So I, I, I think at that price, Joe, you, you take this shot, you take the upside, and if you get the win, you're definitely going to get return on investment. Matt Joyce <clears throat> hitting fifth in this order potentially tonight, uh, yeah. three six over on DK. So that's a nice little value when you're looking for lineup builders. He's just what two two Ow. over on FanDuel. So free square time, <clears throat> free yes, square sir. alert for Mister uh, Matthew Joyce, which is amazing. He's still in the league. I know. Let's be it's honest. Yeah. Every now and then you look up and you're like, wow, look at that. Matthew Joyce hitting, hitting fifth tonight. For the- I mean, like four years ago, he hit like a buck 15 with the Angels. I'm like, this guy's done. Like, yeah. set him back to the minors. And like, Somehow, yeah, some guys around. get more than one chance. It's amazing. Uh, Sandy Alcantara at home against Anthony Descalfani. Uh, you know, I don't know what to make of this one, to be honest with you. I still like Suarez's value. It's amazing how no matter how many home runs he hits, he never gets over four. I don't know why. Yeah, it's but he's three seven tonight again on FanDuel. It's just it's mind-boggling to me. All this guy's doing is just raking right now. Um, so I, I think it's a good look. Uh, that's that's where I'm looking again. Uh, I want to say the other night too. The last night I want to say was it Senzel had a decent night too. 
I think, I think he, I think he hit a home yeah. run as well. Yeah, he went yard yesterday too. So we'll keep an eye and see if he's back in that lineup. Uh, but uh, what's your feelings on this one, Reds Miami? Anything you like, or is this more of a? Not really. There? Yeah, I yeah. mean, just Suarez, like you said. Um, you know, Aquino is five now on DraftKings. It's just too expensive. I mean, if I'm spending five, I want to spend it on like a stud, like an absolute stud, like Ronald Acuna Jr. is five one. So, let's be honest. I'm going to pick one of the two. It's going to be Acuna. So. I'm going to shy away from a lot of these guys on DraftKings. I know Joey Votto came back to the lineup. But, yeah, if I'm playing on FanDuel, I'll take the the price discount there in Suarez, and I'll probably move along. And I don't have any faith in in any Miami bats here. I mean, Descalfani's been okay. The strikeout rate is, is career high for him, but I'm, I'm not going to go there either. So, ultimately, I'm just going to kind of fade away from this game. It's not a high total. It's in Miami. I'm not really feeling a great vibe. I mean, eight runs is is nothing to – it's not a game stack to attack. All right, Aaron Savali, who's probably – a better real pitcher than a fantasy pitcher at this point. Um, yeah. But that might be exactly what you want tonight. You know, when there's a lot of expensive guys out there on the board and on DK, he's just seven K another guy who's a bit of a discount. We talked earlier about Fulton Evich. The problem is he's close enough Fulton Evich where I like the upside of Fulton Evich more right. than I like of Savali. But if you're just looking to pivot from ownership standpoints, I can understand that in a possible win against the Jordan Zimmerman, the Tigers today, Framiel Reyes, is a nice value on DK. He's just four over on the FanDuel side. He's just 3.2. Uh, if Tyler Naquin gets in this lineup, he's just 2.1. Another free square kind of guy. Let you do whatever you want. And uh, look, you know, Lindor is still moderately pricing. 4-3 still a good return on investment. Puig is 3-4. So I expect Cleveland to handle their business tonight against Zimmerman. How about you? Yeah, for sure. I think they're a pretty good stack. They worked out for us yesterday. And yeah, you said it perfectly, man. Guys like Framil Reyes is a value. A better matchup for him against righties. As we said yesterday, he went yard. Jason Kipnis went yard yesterday. These these two moving up the order with the injury to Jose Ramirez. And I like their price discounts. So, I mean, Zimmerman, has, he gives up a lot of contact. And he gives up a lot of hard contact, uh, 44% to lefties. And the fly ball rate is at 40% for righties. So, you can attack him either way. But those are the, all, I mean, those first six hitters I like. And you're right about Naquin. You know, if you're going to play tournaments, you get some guys near the bottom of that order. He can get on base, maybe steal a bag for you. And then, it, you know, you get the top of the order to drive some runs in. So there's a lot to like. I would really take advantage of that value on Kipnis and Reyes, though. And, I mean, even Puig over on the FanDuel side. You look at Cleveland. They're one of those teams, like, just like Washington. And there's a difference between DraftKings and FanDuel when you're talking about prices. So Puig, 3-4, Kipnis, 3-4, Reyes, 3-2. Those are pretty solid prices right there. Agreed. All right, let's go over to the Mets game. Uh, we got no yeah, Syndergaard against here? Kyle Hendricks. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to take a stand here. Uh, Noah Syndergaard has been much, much better of late. After Since the break, really, he's been pretty good. Over the last 33 innings, 30 strikeouts, six walks, just 22 hits. He's handled his business. He's been excellent. And I think that it's 9-5 over on FanDuel. On DK at 10-4, it's a little expensive. I think there's going to be a lot of heat on Kyle Hendricks, especially on FanDuel tonight at the AK salary. I think the, the contrarian play tonight is to go at Syndergaard, who's actually been very good. He's at home. Alonzo's still red hot. He's just 3-9 on FanDuel after another bomb last night, which, 42. again, I unbelievable season for him. And, I, you know, in the Black Book this year, I was so bullish on him because I do the write-ups for the uh, first base is one of the profiles that I do. And I was just, you know, look, this guy's got real power. He's a legit hitter, all this stuff. I was expecting 30. I wasn't expecting 42 before September. I mean, that, that's <laughs> just crazy. Nobody um, was. But I think Syndergaard is the contrarian play tonight. From an ownership standpoint, I think the Heat's all the Mets are in a little bit of a tailspin. Everybody's going to be on the Hendricks thing and take the price. And this is kind of like the Pineda thing last night where it just looks like one way. And I think 
it's that time of year where you just throw a little strange and tonight's strange, I think is actually the more expensive pitcher, which is Noah Syndergaard. Yeah, I think that's a great call. I mean, you paint a good pitcher there. Absolutely. It's the same thing. And I agree. I think he'll be the lower owned pitcher in tournaments because Hendricks is, like you said, he's a, he's a bit cheaper. And for Kyle Hendricks, I mean, he hasn't been the same pitcher on the road as he has been, you know, at Wrigley, nope. a 1.79 ERA at Wrigley. Opponents hitting 189 against him. Well, on the road, it's 476, and opponents hitting 288. 11 of his 17 home runs have come on the road. 11 of them have come against righties. So pretty good spot for Pete Alonso. Pretty good spot for J.D. Davis, who I believe went yard yesterday again. So there's a couple guys in that lineup. I mean, Jeff McNeil has been steady all year. So I'm not saying to stack Mets. I do think that the under could potentially hit here. But I I agree with you. I like Syndergaard. I think there's slightly more upside. I mean, Hendricks is not a big strikeout guy. He's not. He's not. No. He keeps the ball on the ground, and he's a good well, ratio. I mean, there's a lot of reasons where yeah. it can work. I think that's that's where it get to. And, you know, it's funny. Look at J.D. Davis, too. This was a guy who was basically, you know, kind of just stuck in the – Astro system and they just moved on from him and you know just because there was no room for him and it was a good job right. by the Mets to peel him away he's been a very nice piece for them all year he's been solid out there and you can't ask more and versatile solid and versatile very good things like us we're solid and we're versatile yeah uh, Jake Odorizzi 8.5 against Ross Detweiler tonight uh, Ross Detweiler obviously not exactly the uh, <laughs> picture you're targeting Odorizzi's <laughs> 9.4 on DK though a little bit more expensive um, look if Mitch Garver's back at the top of these lineups now at three, four, I think that's a really solid value over on FanDuel. Um, that's the value you're looking for. What are your thoughts on this one? Do you want to double dip again with the twins like we did yesterday in Pineda? Yeah, I mean, Odorizzi is for sure. He can get in trouble. He's got the second highest fly ball rate in all of baseball. He can get in trouble with the bombs, and he may allow a solo shot or two, but he could also, you know, come away with this in this game with a win and maybe six or seven strikeouts. I mean, his upside is eight or nine strikeouts, really. He he does have that upside in him. So I don't mind him. He just faced the White Sox, struck out six through five. Uh, did not get the win, but only allowed three in runs. It was fine. It was okay. Uh, he's not my favorite pitcher on the board, but I mean, you want to get some twins in there. Garver at three, four is crazy on Fandle. This guy crushes. He's been crushing lefties all year, and that's why he's leading off today. He's going to set the tone for the twins. There's a lot of guys in this lineup who hit lefties well. Nelson Cruz is another one of them. So I would try to, and CJ Crone has been phenomenal against lefties so far this season. So on Fandle, it's easy to get involved with those guys. Like I said, Garver's three, four. Uh, Crone is 3-2. Um, Sano is 3-9. I mean, these are not bad prices. Marwin Gonzalez went yard yesterday. If he's going to hit cleanup today at 2-7, like tell me a guy yeah, another free cleanup for the one of the better offenses in baseball. Yeah, so cheap and it'll allow you to spend up on pitching or whatever you want to do. So Twins are a solid sack again, no doubt. It's very tough to spend up on Garrett Cole tonight, but I will say so. there's been a fair amount of the free squares already we've talked about that yeah. you might have two of them. And if you can have two or three of them responsibly where they're still pretty decent plays, you might be able to get away with it. But I don't think you need to tonight. The one thing I will say is Jose Altuve against left-handed pitching is out of his mind. Uh, so I, I would look very much for Jose Altuve tonight at 4-4. I don't care what the price is. Try to get involved with Altuve. He's 4-8 on DK. Everybody else knows about Houston, so we'll skip that one. Jacob yeah. Junis at home against Tanner Rourke at 8.4 over on the FanDuel side. So... A little quiet last night, even though they got the W, the offense was quiet, but uh, Marcana still 3-5, Olsen 3-5, uh, excuse me, Kana 3-4, Olsen 3-5 there in terms of price. Uh, Marcus Simeon is at 4. That's the FanDuel pricing there on the DK pricing for the Oakland A's tonight. Uh, a little bit more expensive, obviously, Olsen 4-7, Kana 4-9. So uh, Chris Davis just 3-5, though. Again, yeah. 3-5 yeah. Chris Davis, 2-5 Chris Davis over on FanDuel. So I'm just... Same thing. I'm just copy and paste. 
just yep. keep rolling out Chris Davis until it, you know, until it just gets red hot and expensive again. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, the same thing applies. We've been saying for Oakland for for a while, and you know Tanner Rourke has been okay. So for people who want to do some some betting lines, we'll get to it at the end of the show. But Oakland minus one fifty seven favorites on the road is not bad. Rourke, he's had four starts with Oakland so far. He's won two of them, and he's allowed two or fewer in every single outing. He's hit the seven, you know, K mark twice. Another one was six. So and he faced the Astros in one of those games too, and the Yankees. So he's had some pretty stiff competition since he's been a member of the A's. So I don't mind him today from just backing up the Oakland A's as a betting standpoint. I'm probably not going to roll him out in DFS. This is a limited strikeout appeal, but uh, he should be fine again today in a good environment. Speaking of good environments, Peter Lambert is going to be oh, yeah, at great home. Again. <laughs> oh, poor Peter Lambert. This poor might be Peter the last Lambert. start we see from this guy today. Yeah, poor, poor Peter Lambert. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> look, you know, he's got his work it out for him tonight. Uh, I'm going to go back to that Raphael Dever as well. Once again, uh, I know he's four six. Look, you know the deal. You know the score. Come on, it's the end of August here. You know everyone's going to be expensive on DK. These guys are through the roof. So if you're going to dance at all with the Red Sox tonight, you're going to have to go with a combination probably of something like Savale and Fultonevich. Like that's that's what it's looking like. If you want to even get involved in all in this or the Houston game, that's what you got to do. So if you want to do that, it's fine. It's a decent tournament look. I would not do it in cash at all because you never know. But uh, right. that's that's kind of the look for there. Let's move on to the Dodgers. Kenta Maeda, uh, he's 8K over on DK against Trey Wingenter. Wind, Wind, sure. Trey Wingenter. Wingenter sure. is coming. Wingenter. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. I wasn't ready for that. You did it to me. Wingenter is coming. Well done. Oh, I got to get the T-shirts made right now. 8-7 for Maeda. This, this should be another W. Um I guess here's a question. Do you, do you, what are your thoughts on Maeda tonight? Because do you feel that this is the kind of guy where, hey, look, he's he's kind of in between. Maybe nobody's thinking about him. Maybe the upside isn't huge, but the floor is really high. So I'm going to pose that to you and, and say, how do you use, if at all, Maeda tonight? Yeah, this isn't a bad spot for him, actually. I think so, um, too, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, <laughs> he definitely has the advantage against Winginter and... Winginter. And what we've been saying for the past, we've actually been picking on the Padres. We've been grabbing pitchers against them because, again, there's no Fernando Tatis atop that order. Like, no offense to Greg Garcia. Is this not the same guy atop the order? And then Josh Naylor in the two spot. They're out of it now, and they're kind of starting to turn the page over to guys. You notice, like, Ian Kinsler hasn't played in weeks. So, for Maeda, he does have an area that's pushing six on the road, but this is a pretty good environment for him, a good spot. Petco Park is a nice – it's a decent pitcher's park for him. He's going to get the run support, no doubt. If you're playing in the late slate, I think that's one that you, you know, you just roll out there. I mean, why – I mean, even if you're just looking at the late slate games, there's really no other options. I mean, the, the, the next game we're going to talk about, there's nobody there. So Maeda, for sure, probably pretty chalky, but you just roll him out. I think you can go him and Roark maybe in the late slate. You attack the Colorado-Boston game. You get some Dodger bats in there. Or you take the whole full slate together and you you take his price at 8-7 and, and you just play him. I mean, that's a pretty good value on FanDuel is 8-7. I mean, as a standalone, maybe not. But at 8K and DraftKings, that's pretty good. That's pretty solid. You can get a couple pitchers in around that range that we've talked about so far and roll out some offense. I mean, you can go him and Syndergaard if you want to go that way. Him and Fulton Evich, like, there you go. Right there is a good pairing under 16K. Yeah. Two pitchers who are in really good spots and and you won't have to just punt positions for, you know, for your value. I'm going to call him Wingy. 
Can I call him Wingy? You can call him whatever you want. You're going to call him Wingy against yeah. Wingy tonight. <laughs> I'm all about it. I mean, I think and, he's in a tough spot, Wingy. Yeah. Uh, Wingy's, Wingy's in a tough nugget there. This is the Battle of Wingerfell. <laughs> That's what it's going to be tonight. <laughs> uh, Emmanuel Clays against uh, Patrick Sandoval is our last matchup of tonight. Uh, and again, it's kind of like, all right, well, uh, Shoei Otani is all the way down to 3-4 on Fanduel. That one sticks out to me. Cole Calhoun at 3-1. Those are two guys there against the righty in uh, Clace that I think is uh, yeah, very He's only going to pitch an inning or two, yeah. Yeah, well, but, you know, but if you jump early, you know, sometimes it's worth it. When For you get sure, absolutely. Pitch, you know, yeah, some, you, sometimes the one inning is all you need with a lineup like the Angels if Fletcher can get on to another guy 3-1. So I'm going to I'm gonna go with uh, the Angel side of this one. I'm just going to, like, fade the Texas Rangers altogether. Yeah, another lefty, right? We yeah. saw yesterday against Haney. Odor's been bad. Bit bad, for sure. Yeah, the the Rangers have been just overall bad. We said yesterday, like, Solak and uh, Heineman in their lineup, just uh, they're turning it over a little bit, watching these kids play, and they're free swingers. So, absolutely. I mean, Trout, continue, you guys know about Trout, but, you know, we said last week he just owns Texas, hit his 42nd bomb last night, his 11th of the season against the Rangers. So, I mean, he hit another one for sure tonight. All right, so betting line-wise, what are you looking for tonight, Chris Meany? All right, let's start up at the top. Uh, we'll go with the Yankees by two. I like that one. I like Atlanta to bounce back. There's no odds on Washington, guys. I know they lost to Baltimore yesterday, and I gave you Washington by two. If you want to go that route, you can. You can pick them by two or three. They're minus 400 favorites. Like, that's just – got to really lay the juice to get involved there. I'm just going to – personally, I'm just going to pass from that. The Mets and the Cubs, I'm interested at eight under um if it gets to seven and a half seven i'm gonna just shy away from that i do it early if it's at eight i can get behind that one i like minnesota by two i like the astros by two and then a couple teams i like on the road that i think have decent odds oakland the dodgers and the red Sox. both of those all three of those teams right around the minus 150 mark by first pitch that'll get closer to minus 180 minus 190 so jump on that early and then uh, i do like the angels at home all right so it's time to call our shot here chris meany so uh, yes. this is it. This is it. This is your last chance to get it right. So no pressure at all because uh, we're uh, in football tomorrow. And then Friday is going to be Greg taking over for you as you travel. So tell me, tell me, tell me who's going yard tonight. Who's the final. And after an illustrious, might I add, season from you of calling home runs, who's your last one that you're going to go yard with tonight? Yeah. I mean, both of us. I'm going to go with, I'm going to head to Washington and I'm going to go with, Juan Soto. Ah, Soto excellent. Tonight. I like yes. the Juan Soto. That's a good Let's year. Go. It's a good year of the Juan Soto. Very good. I'm going to go is. with ah, – this is a tough one. I'm going to go into Chicago White Sox, and I'm going to uh, troll them yet again. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to go with uh, Mitchie the Kid. Mitch Carver nice. for me. Nice. He's uh, He's been a guy who's been kind to us before, so this is the last one. We're going to turn our keys on these two, but I think Mitch Carver at the top of that lineup tonight, crushing lefties. Love that one. And by the way, just for the record, Jose Altuve probably hopefully will go yard again because, I mean, the unofficial run this has been of the Jose Altuve against left-handed pitching has been absolutely fabulous. So yeah, he's love crushing him. Yeah. Uh, but look, it's it's been a fantastic year of us calling home runs. It's been insane. And the tracker has been even more insane. I think we're just around 60% now for the year, which Unreal. is crazy. Unreal. Just crazy yeah. that one of us, and, and I want to give a shout out to our boy Ryan Humphreys too at Nitro DFS who is part of that tab as well, who has been absolutely crushing it. And if you're not reading Ryan's stuff, then I don't know what's wrong with you. Him and Greg do great work there on the write-ups for Star. It's just, look, star has got the everything going for it right now. It's got good folks who really care. We're passionate about Daily Fantasy. We're passionate about you winning Daily Fantasy. And the product is, I think, the most user-friendly one out there. It's unbelievable. 
it's in terms of optimizer, in terms of the tools, in terms of making it feel approachable and accessible as opposed to making you feel overwhelming. Because I feel like a lot of people who are new to DFS get overwhelmed by all the deep stats and all the nonsense. And I feel like the LineStar app, the way it works, it's none of that, Chris. Like, I feel like it's it's like, here, go take this, go make good lineups, go win. I feel like and that that works for me. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, love I love the layout. Absolutely. I've, you know, I've had a lot of feedback from people saying, you know, you and Joe are absolutely right. I mean, the layout is is great. It's accessible. It's, I, I've said this before, just the little things that I laugh about after, like just the little small things like, things being color coordinated like it's just very easy it jumps out at the page and there's a lot of just phenomenal stats dating back to you know a good small sample size and a big a big sample size so yeah i've i've extremely enjoyed the time here and i'm i'm hopefully everyone you know had some success baseball i mean we'll be back talking some baseball i'm sure in the future and looking forward to turning the page over to the nfl and maybe calling some touchdowns for for some people oh my we're not going to be done calling shots We have so many bits for you where it's going to be so much fun. So stick with us for NFL with Chris Meany and myself because it's going to be, I'm telling you, it's going to be everything you want and more. So make sure you go over to the pre-snap and subscribe to it. That way you know when the shows come out. They're going to be Monday, Thursday, and Friday. Friday is going to be the wagering version. Monday is going to be the recap show, the Monday, Thursday. And then the Thursday show is going to be your full DFS preview. So it's going to be great. I want to thank Eric and Dan for all their support all year on baseball. They've been phenomenal to us. I hope we are back again. If you love the show, go tweet at LineStar app and tell them how much you love this show and how much you enjoyed and stuck with us. And we know we've grown exponentially from April 1st all the way till now to almost September 1st. And I want to thank everybody for listening to. We're not done yet. I know it sounds like we're winning an Academy Award and they're starting to play (laughs) us off the stage. But I just want to remind everybody, don't worry. I'm back Friday talking baseball with my boy Greg Landry. And uh, we want everybody to have a great weekend after that. So that'll do it for me and Chris Meany. There's nothing left to do except step out of the on-deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meaney.